The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. This is a sacred weekend. It is not the unofficial start of summer. It is something far more important. Something that every one of us as Americans, patriotic Americans, must observe to pay tribute to the 1.8 million men and women who were in our armed forces that gave their lives for this nation since 1775. Originally called Decoration Day from the early tradition of decorating graves with flowers, wreaths, and flags, Memorial Day is a day for remembrance of those who have died in service to our country. And today on the Cigar Dave Show, we shall do just that. We shall remember, we shall observe, we shall pay tribute to the brave men and women that have served this country and paid the ultimate price. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. But today we temper that pleasure observing Memorial Day. And we have left the confines of Humidor 1A and Command Center Alpha. And we have moved to the traditional and historic cigar-making district in the cigar city of Tampa, Ybor City. We are on 7th Avenue at the Bad Monkey. It is a bar that is was built and was created for men and women in the service and founded by Major General David J. Scott, United States Air Force retired, who will join us later in the program. We have an exceptional program for you today with some incredible guests. We will be joined by two retired Green Berets. Amongst them, the first Green Beret that rode into Afghanistan back in 2001. We will have him. We will also have Major General David J. Scott, who will join us, and some other special guests. And we will salute them. And today I extend a snappy salute to every one of the departed veterans, the departed men and women of our armed forces that are no longer with us. Memorial Day was widely observed beginning on May 30th, 1868, to commemorate the sacrifices of Civil War soldiers by proclamation of General John A. Logan of the Grand Army of the Republic. During that first national celebration, former Union General and sitting Ohio Congressman James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery. And here is an excerpt of that speech. We do not know one promise these men made, one pledge they gave, one word they spoke, but we do know they summed up and perfected 
by one supreme act, the highest virtues of men and citizens. For love of country, they accepted death and thus resolved all doubts and made immortal their patriotism and their virtue. And upon the conclusion of James Garfield's speech, 5,000 participants helped decorate the graves of the more than 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers who were buried at Arlington National Cemetery at the time. In 1873, New York was the first state to designate Memorial Day as a legal holiday. By the late 1800s, many more cities and communities observed Memorial Day, and several states had declared it a legal holiday. And after World War I, it became an occasion for honoring those who died in all of America's wars and was then established as a national holiday throughout the United States. And in 1971, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act establishing Memorial Day to be celebrated on the last Monday of May. It is not celebrated, it is commemorated, even though the Congress said they will celebrate Memorial Day on the last Monday of May. And I want to make that very clear because this is not Independence Day, this is not another joyous holiday, even though people will be at the beaches playing golf, enjoying the unofficial first weekend of summer. We observe Memorial Day. And I ask you that in the tradition of Memorial Day, the National Moment of Remembrance Resolution, which was passed back on December 2000, in December 2000, asked that at 3 p.m. local time, for all Americans to voluntarily and informally observe in their own way a moment of remembrance and respect, pausing from whatever they're doing, from a moment of silence or listening to taps. So today, on this Memorial Day weekend, we have a tradition here on the show. We will have the great John Wayne recite the Pledge of Allegiance, followed by the greatest ever rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner, our national anthem by Whitney Houston at the Super Bowl in 1989, followed by taps as we observe and pay tribute to the men and women who gave their life and their lives for this nation. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
On behalf of a grateful nation to the 1.8 million servicemen and women that gave their lives to protect the liberties and security of our nation, your sacrifice is remembered and lauded. May they all rest in peace. Honoring those who gave their lives for the ideals of this great country. We proudly observe Memorial Day on The Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Fellow Alphas, two big events, both in my hometown of Buffalo, New York. I will be in the Western New York Theater of Operations. First, next Thursday, June 2nd, to attend the Erie County Republican Party Grand Old Puffer. I will be the special guest. I'll make a few remarks. We'll enjoy some great cigars, great barbecue, great libations. It is an evening of pleasure. There will be no enemies of pleasure. We will make America great starting at the Erie County Republican Grand Old Puffer next Thursday, June 2nd, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Info at CigarDave.com. Now, also, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water in Buffalo on Saturday, August 13th is at a new venue. It is Buffalo Riverworks right downtown will be launching and premiering the new Rocky Patel 55 Cigar. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo. Buffalo Riverworks, Saturday, August 13th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's an all-inclusive VIP ticket. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it.
with an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. As we observe Memorial Day weekend from the Bad Monkey Military Bar in Ybor City, here in the Cigar City of Tampa, Ybor City, of course, the late Vicente Martinez Ybor brought the cigar industry first from Cuba to Key West and then settled in Tampa. And Tampa at the time, the late 1800s, was a swamp town, not even 5,000 inhabitants. But because Vicente Martinez Ybor brought the significant cigar industry to this area, the rest was history and the area boomed and it still does today. And the area, the city of Tampa, always pays tribute to the importance of cigars in its history. And it is for that reason that we wanted to do something special today for the Litation Ceremony as we pay tribute to the men and women that gave their lives. We wanted something, a cigar that has some great American roots. My pleasure to welcome here to the Cigar Dave Show, Yanko Maceda, the proprietor of Tabanero Cigars right here on 7th Avenue in Ybor City in Tampa. And Yanko, you have uh, a beautiful, what they call Buckeye, manufacturing uh, operation. You got about five rollers. The cigars that you make, absolutely incredible. And we've got a special cigar today in honor of Memorial Day and all those servicemen and women that we pay tribute to. You've got a special American cigar and it's got USA right on the band. Tell me about it. Thank you, David. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me to be in the show. This cigar, it's, uh, it's, it makes us really proud because it's made in Cigar City, cigar capital of the world by Cuban artisans and uh, follow my mentor, Vicente Ibor. Uh, we blend different countries on this cigar. Uh, the, the wrapper is uh, San Andres wrapper. It's, uh, it's a pretty flavorful, uh, full body, medium to full body cigar. Ligero from Dominican Republic, Seco from Nicaragua, and Colombian Bolao. And we age this cigar for at least six months. So it's definitely for someone that will appreciate craftsmanship of uh, of uh, an artisan. And I like how you've got Handmade USA in big yes, letters sir. right on the band that we will we will post uh, to our website and social media. And this is a beautiful looking torpedo. I mean, absolutely, per- just magnificent. Thank a you. beautiful uh, torpedo with a square press. Thank you, sir. Thank Outstanding. You. And these are limited. Yes, yes. We, we do a small batch of 1,000. Every time we, we find the correct uh, ligero and flavorful seco, and because, uh, because the San Andres wrapper is something that right now everybody wants to put their hands on, right. we really limit it for something as special like this. Well, we know the Torrents very well down at, <laughs> uh, in San Andreas in, the, uh, in Mexico, and they are outstanding cigar tobacco people, and they're great people, and they make great cigars as well. Yes. So this is certainly a very lush-looking wrapper. Suggested retail for the Maceda by Tabanero. This we sell at $30 a cigar. It's... Um, it's, a, it's one of our premiums. Uh, it stays on the shelf again about six months. We don't let it go uh, less than that. And we are really proud. That's uh, a beautiful looking cigar. And lieutenants, when you see pictures of this, you'll know why it's $30. It <laughs> is perfection. There is not a flaw in any of the cigars in this box. We continue. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Have to thank the uh, folks from Zycar. They gave me one of their double-edged cutters with uh, my name upon it. 
And uh, I have to thank Tommy from Davidoff. He gave that to me as a gift, unbeknownst to me. It came in a couple of days ago, and I will use this cutter today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I got the big Cigar Dave signature lock-and-load flamethrower. This would be great in military operations. Gigantic tank has a, a huge capacity, big flame. Put five of these on the back of your car, and it becomes a, uh, becomes a 757, and you will be good to go. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. And Yanko, I have to tell you, this cigar is so perfect. This this uh, torpedo, I almost don't want to cut it. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to look at it and and, and just Thank just you, uh, uh, honor it. It's that beautiful. So we'll cut it though, because cigars are meant to be enjoyed. Yes. And as I toast the foot of this cigar, and I get ready to take the first few puffs, every puff today will be in remembrance of all those great veterans and members of our armed forces that are no longer with us, that uh, paid the ultimate price so that we can enjoy liberty, we can enjoy freedom, yes. we could even enjoy our cigars, even though that's being challenged <laughs> by bureaucrats in Washington. But we will today enjoy this beautiful cigar. I will puff and rotate. Oh, what a great draw. Great draw. Mm. Well, I can never go. Wow. Yanko Mosaid of Tabanero Cigars joining us for Litation. I have to tell you, the draw on this torpedo, square press torpedo, is magnificent. Take a few puffs here. We understand that we are a boutique, so we pay really attention to details. We feel like we're under a magnifying glass uh, because we're upcoming. We're only a five-year-old company, so um, we really take uh, serious what we do. Beautiful. Some notes of espresso. Coffee, just beautiful. This wrapper is great, great draw. Medium flavor, but ever so smooth, and you can definitely tell the aging because there is no bite whatsoever. Outstanding. Now, we need something appropriate and American to go with this beautiful Tabanero Maceda torpedo. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, we have selected a bourbon today. First of all, you have to have the quintessential American spirit. There's absolutely no way that we could have anything. We couldn't have scotch. We couldn't have anything that was non-American. We have to have something that is absolutely representing of the United States of America. And I can think of nothing better than good old American Kentucky bourbon, the quintessential American distilled spirit. Now, Blanton's single original single barrel is what I will enjoy today. The the, the bottle this comes in is so unique. It's a unique octagonal type of, of uh, bottle with a horse and a jockey right up top. Pays some tribute to the history of Kentucky and horse racing. And by the way, speaking of horse racing, I will rub this in. Last week, I went against the flow. I said, go ahead and take Exaggerator. I'm going to go against the trend. I had a feeling. Was I right, Sergeant Steve? I was right. Called it. What an incredible race, and so much so that the Exaggerator knocked out the, uh, the, uh, the, the, any chance of a triple crown this year, but it was a great race. But talking about Blanton's, it is made in Frankfort, Kentucky, on the old Kentucky Bourbon Trail, and this is taken from the center cut or middle sections of Blanton's famous Warehouse H. 
once designated for ambassadors, dignitaries, Colonel Blanton's family and friends. Today, everyone can enjoy it. This is a corn rye malted barley recipe. They use a sour mash. It is 70% alcohol by volume, 140 proof. And it is a white oak barrel made by Independent Stave. Six-month air dry in the stave. They use number four char. It is chill filtered. I will raise my glass, and as I do so, I say cheers and thank you to every member of our armed forces, both living and that is deceased. And I will take a sip. Oh, nice. Wow, a lot of oakiness. Definite some heavy notes of some, mm, I would say definitely have some, some spice on that, but very rich. Perfect accompaniment for my Tabanero Maceda. Yanko Maceda, we appreciate you joining us. We will continue from the Bad Monkey. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. The journey of Yarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Yarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Yarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Yarguera H. Upman. Experience Yarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit yarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. For many, Memorial Day has come to mean the unofficial start of summer. At the Cigar Dave Show, we never forget the true reason for the holiday, honoring those who made the ultimate sacrifice for the United States of America. And we observe Memorial Day on this Memorial Day weekend. And again, Monday, 3 o'clock local time, wherever you may be, make sure you pause and pay tribute to those great men and women who paid the ultimate price on behalf of our great nation. Now, I am thrilled to have three great men in front of me. They were in uh, between the Navy and Special Forces, so one of them we had last year. So let me introduce them. First up, and I should say we're coming to you from the Bad Monkey Lieutenants and Fellow Alphas. The Bad Monkey, a military theme bar owned by retired Major General David Scott, who has been uh, uh, most gracious in allowing us to conduct broadcast maneuvers here. First up, 
who was uh, on our show last year, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal from the Special Forces Group, 5th Special Forces, one of the original Green Berets in Afghanistan. A long-ash snappy salute. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming us back, too, and what a good occasion to talk about us. Absolutely, and talk about uh, really the great contributions that you and your, your fellow servicemen and women have made to this great country. Also, for the first time, we welcome Captain Mark Nooch, also from the 5th Special Forces. Again, one of the first Green Berets in Afghanistan and something very unique because, Captain Nooch, you rode into Afghanistan on a horse, not a tank, but a horse, and there is a statue of you on the horse at Ground Zero in New York. Uh, The statue uh, commemorates our team and uh, the 5th Special Forces Group and those special operators that uh, went into Afghanistan post 9-11. But uh, I just want to clarify, it is not me. It is not any one <laughs> member of my team. I'm not that guy. But, uh, uh, all right. No, for never. Well, you can remain anonymous. That How's that? But he's he that is. Guy. There yes. you go. Well, the one thing about Scotty is not shy. So he will just chime in. Also, we've got a pleasure to welcome, got to represent the Navy. Wearing his Navy whites today, we've God got damn. Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik, who is in the uh, Navy War Command, served in Okinawa, Annapolis, San Diego, and he is the president of the American Victory Ship Mariner's Museum right here in the Cigar City. We will talk about that great ship, but uh, to you, welcome Lieutenant Bill. Thank you, sir. A humble conventional warfare guy. Happy to be here. Absolutely, and, and you and I share something. I lived in Baltimore, and I used to hang out at McGarvey's. It's a and Fran O'Brien's <laughs> many times on weekends in Annapolis, one of the most beautiful places in this nation. It's a fantastic town. I believe I've been in those establishments. I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, <laughs> I would venture to bet, looking at what you're drinking right now, you definitely were in there and enjoying a great cigar. I should say, everyone's cigar-friendly here, enjoying some fantastic cigars. Yes, so, sir. first up. Let's talk to you, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, one of the original Green Berets in Afghanistan. Tell me about yourself. Where are you from? What uh, what motivated you to join our armed forces? So here's my story. Just like everybody else, I was a patriotic American, a kid growing up on John Wayne movies, and I grew up on the orange groves and the cattle ranches of Central Florida. So you're a you're a, a Central Florida. Yes, Florida. I love it. That's right. I'm original cracker. My grandfather used to do rope tricks with Real Rogers. And he made fiddles and violins, so much so that um, Jack Daniel or Charlie Daniels' band, not Jack Daniels, sorry. Oh, but look at um, you can exactly, Jack, too. That's that no problem. Guy. But all I've ever wanted to do was be a great soldier. And I can tell you, at the end of my 25 years career, I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. Well, what's interesting is being from Central Florida and, and growing up on the farm, there is actually a new breed of new crop of cigar tobacco being grown by Jeff Borshowitz, who is the proprietor and owner of Corona Cigars yep. and the new Davidoff store here in Tampa. It is called Florida Sun Grown FSG that is now being used in a new cigar being released by Drew Estate Cigar called the FSG, Florida Sun Grown. So great history with cigars and certainly with cattle and citrus here Exactly, in and people don't understand Florida is a very adventurous state. It's 500-year anniversary of Ponce de Leon looking for... You know, the youth, the founding youth. Found the youth. Adventurers came to Florida to discover adventure. I feel like we found it tonight. There found you go. the youth. Well, you. uh, Scotty, wait a minute. 25, you don't look a day over 25. So how the hell have you been in, were you in the service okay. for 25 years? Oil of Olay. Oil of Olay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's, don't say, don't admit that to the Green Berets. <laughs> that is definitely not asking. You mentioned John Wayne at the start of the show today for our Memorial Day tribute. 
We always, on American Holidays, play the Pledge of Allegiance by John Wayne. Yes. And when you think of John Wayne, you think of bold, alpha, you think of patriotic American, a guy with nads of steel, and certainly that represents what the Green Berets are all about. Thank you. And did you know that John Wayne, the movie The Green Beret, his rifle from that era is actually at the Shriner Center here in um, Tampa right before you go over Highway 60? Right, right going over to yep. Clearwater because the yep. Shriners World Headquarters yes. here in Tampa, I did not Wayne realize that. that. Now let's talk about the Green Berets. Many people may not know exactly, heard of the Green Berets. What is the Green Berets? Green Berets is an idea. It's, it, our motto is free the oppressed. It is um, the Seventh Samurai, which is a good movie. It's Joel Brenner and Magnificent and Seven. Magnificent right. Seven. It's about Few the guy that many. can't defend yeah. himself and somebody that believes in freedom and honesty and then wrap that around America is a Green Beret. Outstanding. And Green Berets serve what purpose? Green Berets serve the purpose. We are, we're not the hammer that beats a nail down like the Seals or the Rangers. We go into some place and we get surrounded on purpose. We go into the small village, 12 men, alone and unafraid. We, we conquer their fears, we treat their children, we treat their cattle, we build their trust, and we deny them the space that the enemy wants to intimidate them from. So Green Berets are not the young, brave, bold that you see in the movie in Hollywood. We're patient, we play chess, we're very deliberate. We want to bring freedom where freedom's oppressed, and there's our motto. Free the oppressed. Free the oppressed and going into Afghanistan, you you try to develop goodwill with the, the local Afghanis. But it doesn't happen on an instant. That's right. why you need to talk to Mark, alone and unafraid on a horse. So, Mark, Captain Mark Nooch, let's talk about that. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Kansas. Uh, my oh. family uh, has a cattle ranch there. I grew up, uh, you know, showing horses, uh, rodeoing, and uh, competing in uh, team roping. Uh, and showing our horses as I grew up through high school and into college uh, doing a rodeo uh, competition. So what, what city in Kansas? What uh, Manhattan, Kansas. Sure, Manhattan, Kansas, absolutely. And uh, are you a, a Jayhawk or are you a Kansas oh, no. State? Down the road, uh, Kansas State. Okay. I like uh, Bill Snyder, their coach. Yeah. He's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yep. Now tell us about, so, so you, you actually grew up riding horses. I did. I did. Uh, competing from a young age, uh, participated in uh, 4-H and uh, youth youth rodeos uh as i said we uh well most kids were in high school in their summers playing softball uh my family and some family friends were competing in high school rodeo uh competition so make the uh, take us on the trip from growing up in manhattan kansas in the 4-h in the rodeo riding horses to riding into afghanistan as a green beret uh you know Prior to 9-11, I had uh, already been in 5th Special Forces Group for uh, several years and had made uh, uh, several trips into the Middle East and Central Asia, the former Soviet republics, and had already been in three or four countries. And any of these countries I went into, uh, for me, it was a way to build rapport with my counterparts uh, that I was working with to uh, ride horseback on our time off. Uh, you know, I've ridden with uh, Kuwaiti sheikhs, uh, ridden in Jordan, in Jordan at the ancient ruins of Petra, uh, ridden horses around there, uh, and then uh, ridden in on the steps uh, in Uzbekistan. And it was a way to build rapport with the people I was working with and uh, share some, some common bonds and, and understanding. Well, tell us about riding into Afghanistan. What, tell us about that mission. Tell us about the assignment, what you expected, what you saw. 
Well, uh, our mission was to uh, uh, go into Afghanistan and link up with uh, some local ethnic uh, personalities, in particular uh, uh, one of their ethnic leaders named uh, General Dostum and uh, a couple of the other uh, ethnic commanders, uh, uh, Atta and Mokek. There are three different uh, major ethnic factional leaders. We were one of the first teams from uh, 5th Special Forces Group to go into northern Afghanistan uh, right mid-October. Uh, we were to link up with these gentlemen, uh, you know, get to know them, talk to them, discuss the situation, and uh, ask for their help in, uh, for the U.S. to better understand this new enemy that we had, uh, you know, the Al-Qaeda okay, recently. Then conducted uh, the attacks on our homeland and, suspects. and uh, you know get to understand the Taliban and uh, the lay of the land and so we uh, as we flew in by helicopter from again uh, special operations uh, uh, the 160th aviation unit uh, flew us in by helicopter one dark night and uh, set us down in the central mountains of the Hindu Kush and a few hours later we uh, linked up with these Afghan uh, personalities. And uh, within hours, as they sat and briefed us their plan, uh, six members of my 12-man team found ourselves riding horseback uh, to his mountain headquarters. And from there, laid eyes on uh, the enemy. And uh, as a show of uh, force and demonstration, we brought overhead a uh, B-52 aircraft and uh, dropped some bombs on nice. uh, their position as Beautiful. a hello we're here and Welcome. Uh, you know we're, we've come to join your party and uh, from then uh, you know uh, we got to understand uh, the more of the situation intelligence gathering uh, our mission was conduct unconventional warfare uh, which was to uh, help advise and assist uh, these leaders rally an army around them uh, supply them with lethal and non-lethal aid uh, primarily to gather intelligence, um, as, as well as then to call in close air support, provide humanitarian assistance in areas we could. Um, and so we, we got after it. It's uh, something right out of the wild, wild west. Uh, from our first day, we had uh, about 300 uh, fighters on horseback. And uh, by several weeks later, our force uh, had rallied around us of uh, what I akin to Afghan Minutemen militiamen that rallied. We uh, had over 2,500 uh, fighters on horseback uh, with about another 500 light infantry. And uh, I'm talking about a 12-man you know, special forces team with a couple uh, uh, air controllers that came in a few weeks later to join us. I know this sounds incredible, right? I'm, I'm is, thinking to myself, because right? you didn't bring your own this. horses, so what? I didn't bring a movie about this. 2,500 green berets on horses. I didn't know they had 2,500 horses in this Afghanistan to begin yeah, with. Yeah. How do I go last? We had, <laughs> we had uh, people riding, you know, fathers, sons, brothers, uh, tribesmen coming from villages. America uh, inspired. Hundreds of miles away. I mean, we represented the, the U.S. government. We gave these people hope. Uh, you know, after, you know, decades of warfare, we gave them a hope uh, for a new life and the opportunity to change their country. And, and uh you know, with their assistance working with them, uh, we were able to do so uh, literally in a matter of weeks with not only my team, but a handful of other Special Forces teams that came into the North uh, that were all part of uh, the 5th Special Forces Group and, and our task force. 
uh, while Scotty and, and other uh, Green Berets and other special operators were in other parts of the country uh, raiding al-Qaeda camps and uh, uh, gathering intelligence as well. What was their reaction when you came in? Were, were they, I assume they, from what you sound, they were extremely welcoming, bringing everybody, bringing horses, and, and it must have sounded like it was a pretty it, quick uh, bonding experience. It was. Uh, you know, we shared uh, the hardships uh, of that uh, experience. Uh, you know, one meal a day with these guys, uh, sleeping out on the ground, living hard. Uh, you know, in a rough environment. Uh, as Tell with, us about the one-legged guy that on. joined the battle. Yeah, as, says, as, I want to be here because you're here to fight with me. As, yeah, as I got to know these guys, uh, I met some of the fighters and the different leaders, and uh, as, as they were very excited to, uh, to see us there as a proof of commitment uh, by the U.S. government, you know, willingness to put uh, a handful of soldiers directly into harm's way. Uh, I met uh, uh, a particular fighter that had an artificial limb, artificial leg. Uh, he was carrying a machine gun, you know, and through an interpreter, he was very proud to tell me that uh, he had lost his leg fighting the Taliban and, and had heard that we were there and rallied around and wanted to, to fight the Taliban again to uh, have a better future for their family. That's incredible. So you come in, didn't bring your own horses. Next nope. thing you know, you're on you're on their horses. Well, it's it's a secret weapon that uh, we have our own horses. We parachute them in. Uh, you know, Pegasus. That's the bull <laughs> total bullshit here. It's so, a Navy SEAL story. Yeah, but uh, war horse. No, so we we asked for the best saddles. Uh, they eventually uh, worked to get us some saddles. Uh, you know, we originally rode uh, the local Afghan saddles, and and we're breaking stirrups and. Uh, Tack and gear, and you know my guys are learning how to ride horseback for the first time in combat, uh, and doing doing an incredible job. Our guests, as we commemorate Memorial Day, our Memorial Day tribute show from the Bad Monkey in the Cigar City Military Bar, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch, both of the uh, Fifth Special Forces Group, both amongst the first in Afghanistan, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik who is uh, a Navy man. And by the way, speaking of Navy man, I've got to yes, uh, point out that uh, a very good friend of mine, George Sosa, who's the vice president of sales for Alec Bradley's Cigar, he was a master chief in the Fantastic. United States Navy. And he said, you know, you got to have admirals and you got to have generals, but you still need the master chief and you still need all the other master sergeants. Those are the guys that really make it go. So to George Sosa, I'm sending a, a snappy salute to him. And when we come back, We'll continue our conversation with these great Americans as we commemorate Memorial Day on this Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day is a time to reflect for those who fought for the USA and paid the ultimate price to ensure our freedom. From all of us at the Cigar Dave Show, we remember and thank you. Fellow Alphas, two big events, both in my hometown of Buffalo, New York. I will be in the Western New York Theater of Operations. First, next Thursday, June 2nd, to attend the Erie County Republican Party Grand Old Puffer. I will be the special 
guest. I'll make a few remarks. We'll enjoy some great cigars, great barbecue, great libations. It is an evening of pleasure. There will be no enemies of pleasure. We will make America great starting at the Erie County Republican Grand Old Puffer next Thursday, June 2nd, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Info at CigarDave.com. Now, also, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water in Buffalo on Saturday, August 13th is at a new venue. It is... Buffalo Riverworks right downtown will be launching and premiering the new Rocky Patel 55 Cigar. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo. Buffalo Riverworks, Saturday, August 13th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's an all-inclusive VIP ticket. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. servicemen and women who paid the ultimate price serving our country. We at the Cigar Dave Show thank all who serve, and we will never forget. Our Memorial Day tribute show on this weekend's edition of the Cigar Dave Show, and we come to you from the Bad Monkey, our forward theater of command and operations. It is a military-inspired, military-owned band. It is a, a, a bar. It is owned by by a retired Major General David Scott from the Air Force. And you just heard the Air Force theme, Wild Blue Yonder. And the reason we're playing the military theme songs in the order that we are is we're playing them as is custom from youngest to oldest. So we started with the Coast Guard, Semper Paratus, always ready. Air Force theme, Wild Blue Yonder. And we will continue uh, with the themes during the remainder of the show. Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch of the 5th Special Forces. Uh, brigade, uh, green uh, berets that uh, amongst the first in Afghanistan. Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik, Navy War Command, served around the, the world, Okinawa, San Diego, Annapolis. And now he is back to his hometown of the Cigar City of Tampa. He is the president of the American Victory Ship Mariners Museum. And I should say that this week in the Cigar City of Tampa, the SOFIC conference is underway. It is the Special Operations Forces 
industry conference. So there are members of special, the special forces industry, uh, not only the military people, but uh, private contractors across the country, across the globe have joined us in Tampa. And so the Bad Monkey is packed with them. But there's a big, first of all, tell us, Bill, what it, tell us about your service, first of all. Hey, yeah, you know, I like to think, look, I'm with a couple of great Americans here. It's hard to follow those stories, but at the end of the day, uh, the pointy tip of the spear starts there. I always like to refer to myself as a humble conventional warfare officer. So we're on the backside trying to support these guys and all the tremendous efforts and all these guys you see in the bar tonight and at the conference. Uh, there's a lot of humble guys out there and humble women out there who are supporting the, our armed forces uh, from the level where they need to really support element, and, and we're proud to be here for those guys. We have uh, we, we've been uh, gotten to know these guys and become great friends over the years. They've become, uh, and we've been serving with them uh, in a new role, trying to support some of the great uh, Americans out there who have had some issues and some concerns, and they're coming back, and they've got some, whether it's PTSD or, or physical injuries, we're trying to support what they're doing out there, and we could not be more proud to support that. It's a tremendous opportunity. Now, one of my good friends, Bob Franzblau of Thompson Cigar. Yes, sir, a great American. Is, he is a great American. He's a great gentleman. He's a total mensch, a good longtime friend, and he is uh, was on the board of the American Victory Ship Mariners Museum, and I remember umpteen times coming to me saying, Dave, we got to get involved with the American Victory Ship. Tell us about the American Victory. Uh, first of all, Mr. Franflau is always on that board. He is, like I said, a great American. Uh, the, the American Victory is a, uh, it, it's, it's emblematic of the service industry that came together to, to really win the World War II. It was a, uh, a need to provide the troops overseas with the bullets, bombs, beans, you name it, that they needed to fight the war. And at the end of the day, uh, 534 of these ships were built to deliver those goods. And, that you know, our own particular American Victory was built in 55 days. And, you know, we joke around, you can't get a permit in 55 days anymore, let alone build a ship. And it really, it's, it's a testament to its, uh, its longevity. She uh, still serves today. She served in World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and she trains firefighters, police officers, working dogs, active duty, reserve, military, you name it. She's part of this community. And in the next hour, we're going to talk about uh, something big you have going on to commemorate the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with yes, the sir. American victory. So we will talk about that. We have some great guests today as we come to you on this Memorial Day tribute show from the Bad Monkey Military Bar in Ybor City, the traditional cigar manufacturing district of Tampa. Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch of the uh, 5th Special Forces, Green Berets, our guest, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik of the uh, Navy, and also we're going to be talking with Simon Bolin of Hillsborough County because they've got a great program for veterans that are coming back to try to assist them in getting back into the workforce. Memorial Day tribute. We remember what this weekend is all about. Our number two of The Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the General Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, 
S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. On this Memorial Day weekend, there is only one appropriate way for us to observe Memorial Day here on the Cigar Dave Show. You and I as patriotic Americans know that we don't celebrate Memorial Day. We observe Memorial Day. And while people will have barbecues and play golf and be on their boat or go fishing, go hunting, sit by the pool, go to the beach, go away for the weekend, the reason we can do all those things in a spirit of freedom is because of the sacrifices that have been made by so many, almost two million fellow Americans that gave their lives in service of this country. And we remember them appropriately on this weekend, as I do, and I know that you do. So we won't celebrate, we observe, and on Monday at three o'clock, we will take a short time out and just remember all those. Many of them, we don't know their names, we don't know who they are, but we, knew, we do know that what they did allows us to be a nation of freedom today in 2016. We welcome you back, hour number two of this special Memorial Day tribute to the Cigar Dave Show. Our forward theater of command and operations is the Bad Monkey, a military-inspired and uh, military-owned bar. Major General David Scott, retired of the U.S. Air For uh, United States Air Force, who served in uh, special operations at MacDill Air Force Base. We appreciate his great hospitality. And this bar is surrounded by hundreds, uh, and I'm surrounded by hundreds of men and women in uniform in mil uh, the military as they are here this week for the Special Operation Forces Industry Conference. And before we go back to our great guests, one of the traditions on Memorial Day is wearing of the red poppies. And I wanted to just take a moment to talk about that. Most of the time we see Canadians and Brits wearing red poppies, but it really originated here in the United States. In 1915, inspired by the poem in Flanders Field, Moina Michael created her own poem. And let me recite it to you now. We cherish too the poppy red that grows on fields where valor led. It seems to signal to the sky that blood of heroes never dies. And she conceived the idea to wear red poppies on Memorial Day in honor of those who died serving our nation during war. She was the first to wear one. She sold poppies to her friends and coworkers with the money to benefit servicemen in need. And now it is spread worldwide. So if you see somebody wearing a poppy, you will know exactly why. And we uh, wear that as well on Memorial Day. Let me welcome back our three great guests. And we've got a fourth guest that will join us. And Major General David Scott will join us a little bit later on. Major, or, correction, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal of the Special Forces Group, 5th Special Forces, one of the original Green Berets in Afghanistan. We also have Captain Mark Nooch. Also of that same Special Forces group, a Green Beret, riding in to Afghanistan, one of the first people on horseback. And we have Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik representing the Navy. He is the president of the American Victory Ship Mariners Museum. Now, Bill, we left off at you. Talk about the American Victory. That is a ship here in Tampa. I know that 
I'm from Buffalo originally. There is the SS, USS Little Rock that is at the U.S. Naval uh, Park in downtown Buffalo. And I lived in Buffalo till I graduated college. Actually, you know, I've lived in the Cigar City more than I lived in Buffalo, hard to believe. But while I was back last summer attending our Alpha Pleasure Fest, I took a walk, and there's some great signs, and there's some great history. And I know that the American Victory Museum is the same way. This is a very unique ship. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's really a neat piece of American history, and I think it's something a lot of people aren't really aware of, although they know it existed. Um, we, we had to really uh, bolster our forces with the supplies they needed in World War II, and the U-boats were taking a beating on uh, some of the earlier Liberty ships that were out there supporting the services. And uh, in order to kind of win that war effort, we had to provide the bullets, bombs, beans we talked about earlier, and these ships were built to be just a little faster than the submerged German U-boats. And that's, uh, that's big. You know, that's bad math to be slower than a, a German U-boat. And at the end of the day, uh, arguably, uh, the, the innovation that was and uh, the ability for America to really come together in a war effort and churn these ships out and build 534 of them for World War II arguably really played one of the biggest pieces in winning that war. And, and it represents, actually, you know, I'm, I'm a proud Navy veteran. It also represents a merchant service that had a high casualty rate there in World War II and was able to you know, justify and win that war for us. And uh, we're proud to represent that group, and we're proud that we've got a vessel as such, 70-plus years old, and she still sails today. And you are a native of Tampa, correct? Yeah, I'm a native of Tampa. I was actually born in New Jersey. I don't tell many people that, but I was born in New Jersey. Yeah. Moved here when I was four years old. Oh, that doesn't count, then. You're a native of Tampa, then. <laughs> I'm a native of yeah, Tampa. Exactly. Uh, came away, moved back home to, uh, to a great part of the country. It's really tremendous the way we treat veterans around here. It's a great military town, and we're proud to be a part of Tampa. You know, you bring up a great point because uh, people in Tampa, we get, I didn't realize this, but one of the largest concentrations of retired military is here in Tampa. And one of the preferred stops when in a tour of duty for any member of the military is MacDill Air Force Base, whether it's the Air Force Base, the refueling wing, special uh, forces, uh, CENTCOM, they stay here. They come here and they don't leave. And it is incredible the number of people that you will see across this area, specifically in South Tampa, which is where McDill Air Force Base is located. I can tell you that I go to places for lunch or out and about during the day, and you see them in their military uniforms, in their fatigues, almost everywhere. And so other people may take it for granted. We don't. We know the importance of McDill Air Force Base and these great veterans because they do add a lot to our, our great community. Absolutely. It's, it's really it's a tremendous environment. And just look at, look at the great American heroes you got sitting at the table today. It's a great place to settle Tampa down. Tampa Bay is where uh, elephants go to die. And what I mean by <laughs> that is the greatest members of the military community, we all grow up, we're young soldiers, we're brave soldiers, we fight wars for the country. And at the end of our sunset, where do we run and retire? We all come to McGill Air Force Base. And right now, there's about 118 retired general officers. There's about 1,000 American heroes that live out the rest of their lives enjoying America's freedom here in Tampa Bay. Well, General uh, Norman Schwarzkopf, the name we know very Amen. well from the first uh, you know, uh, uh, Iraq uh, war. He, uh, his last stop before he retired was here in Tampa, and he never left. He ended up staying and became very active in the community and 
uh, met his daughter several times, and you see many other generals and many other officers and enlisted people that say, this is a pretty good place to go. And it happens to be damn cigar friendly, too. Yeah, and all too. of you enjoy great <laughs> cigars. Amen. So that's really what it's all about. And, of course, Major uh, David Scott is a or, or, uh, Major General David Scott yep. is a big cigar connoisseur, totally cigar friendly here at the Bad Monkey. And that's what's very unique, that special bond that I think Tampa has with the the members of the military, both active and retired. And I remember a number of years ago, back after 2001, when we had the coalition forces. Yep. And I was one of the sponsors of a table. They had a thanks, the coalition Thanksgiving. Because we had people from around the world, from Sweden, from uh, Australia, countries mm -hmm. I'd never even heard of, that were here in, in the fight against worldwide terrorism. And so this great idea came about to have, to share Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving, yep with these members of the military and their families from different parts of the world. And I had a table, and I, I'm trying to remember what country. I think I had Sweden. And they were they loved being here. They said, the people here treat us great, almost better than where we, we came from. They said they, they, they loved the weather, they loved the area, and they couldn't believe how welcoming everybody in this community was towards military families. Exactly. So if you look at the history of Ybor City, the history of Ybor City is very immigrant friendly. Right. You have the Italians, the Cubans. Everybody came here for a piece of American freedom, to prosper, to have a good job. And the cigar city industry really brought people together. More than New York City and anywhere else, they had an industry. And so what you see after all those years, 100 years later, is you see all these special operators. You see all of these military people. They come together in Tampa Bay area, which is on the forefront of counterterrorism, and they bond. Because it's not a war about us, America, fighting outwards because we're always being attacked. It's about the American idea of freedom. So when you have um, the Swedes, you have uh, the Norwegians, you have everybody else in the world, they come to Tampa Bay and they embrace, they embrace why we're fighting and what we're defending. And that's the American idea of freedom and everything we want to do. You know, they had the Coalition Village at McDill. Yep. I think there was like 135 some odd flags of different countries around the world, yep. which really is, is amazing. You, know, you, you brought up a great point. By the way, our guest, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch, two of the first uh, members of our 5th Special Forces in the Army, Green Berets in Afghanistan, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik of the Navy, who is the president of the American Victory uh, Mariners Museum. But well, we talk about the melting pot. We talk about the big buzzword is diversity. We need yes. to be more diverse. You look at Ybor City here. This area was diverse before any government officials started talking about it because you hit it right on the head. If you look at the Cuban sandwich, how it's evolved, uh, starting in Tampa, they added something for every ethnic group, whether it was Spanish, Italian, Romanian, Jewish, uh, you name it, uh, Cuban. Every single denomination was represented, and everybody got along. This was a melting pot. If you go and look at every building, you'll see the family name of those people that built those, and they are very diverse names that you will see. So I always get a kick out of when people say, we have to have diversity. I'll never forget the retired mayor of Tampa, Dick Greco, said, when I grew up here in the 30s and 40s, we were diverse. We didn't need a government to tell us. Everybody got along. That's how it was. And it wasn't an issue for them. They all came for an American idea. What we're defending overseas is what drawed them here. 
And it's about your culture. And, and we never lost it in Ybor City either. You have the Italian club right beside us. That's right. You have the Cuban club. You have all this diversity that melted together because of the prosperity of the cigar industry and, and, and opportunity. And that revived in the early 1800s. We talk about uh, Theodore Roosevelt that came here with the original um, horse soldiers. And today we have Mark Nooch that rode into battle, another foreign country that brought American ideas into that country. And look at us. Well, you say Teddy Roosevelt, the Rough Riders, Spanish-American War. They stayed right here. Yep. They stayed right here. And people forget Winston Churchill was a reporter that covered the Spanish-American War. And where did he learn to pick up cigars? Right here. And, and what's interesting, the Rough Riders would ride their horses into Ebor, and the horses would tie up just like a pizza stand right down the road, feed the horses, and Ebor embraced them. And all the soldiers would be fed, the horses would be fed, and then they went off to conflict. But when they came home, they celebrated America, and they invented the number one mixed drink in the world, which is a Cuba Libre, which is a rum and coke in Ybor City. And we're going to talk about distilled spirits because uh, Master, uh, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, my understanding is you have a, uh, a deep af affinity and love for distilled spirits, so we'll talk about that in just a little bit. We are highly honored, and it is our distinct privilege and pleasure and delight to have Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch from the 5th uh, Special Forces of the Army, Green Berets in our presence, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik of the Navy and the uh, president of the American Victory Mariners Museum. And a uh, little bit, we'll also be joined by Simon Bolin of Hillsborough County because they've got a great program involving agriculture and retired veterans. So we will talk about that. And also a little bit later on, we'll be joined by Major General David Scott. Uh, one of the great generals and great Americans and proprietor of the Bad Monkey, where we are originating from today. We are observing Memorial Day weekend today on the Cigar Dave Show. And remember Monday. I know I don't have to remember all of our fellow alphas and fellow uh, members of the Cigar Army. You know the true significance of Memorial Day. You understand what it's all about. You know it's not just about going out and having a barbecue. Something far more important than that. And I really believe we shouldn't have, we should have a mandatory, whether it's 3 o'clock or noon, the entire nation should stop for one minute, two minutes, just wherever they are, to remember all those people that made our great life in the United States possible. I unfortunately believe that not enough American history is taught in our schools, and many of our nation's youth do not understand the true significance, as do not many adults, and that is an absolute shame. But we are doing our part to make sure that we observe Memorial Day correctly. I am Cigar Dave, the General America's Alpha Male. We will continue on our special Memorial Day tribute show from the Bad Monkey in Ybor City, Tampa. Honoring those who gave their lives for the ideals of this great country, we proudly observe Memorial Day on The Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Fellow Alphas, two big events, both in my hometown of Buffalo, New York. I will be in the Western New York Theater of Operations. First, next Thursday, June 2nd, to attend the Erie County Republican Party Grand Old Puffer. I will be the special guest. I'll make a few remarks. We'll enjoy some great cigars, great barbecue, great libations. It is an evening of pleasure. There will be no enemies of pleasure. We will make America great starting at the Erie County Republican Grand Old Puffer next Thursday, June 2nd, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Info at CigarDave.com. Now, also, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water in Buffalo on Saturday, August 13th is at a new venue. It is Buffalo Riverworks right downtown will be launching and premiering the new Rocky Patel 55 Cigar. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo. Buffalo Riverworks, Saturday, August 13th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's an all-inclusive VIP ticket. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. barbecue, hanging out with friends, or traveling this holiday weekend. Remember to take time to honor and remember all those who gave their lives for the freedoms we enjoy today. At the Cigar Dave Show, we believe every day should be Memorial Day. Coming to you from the Bad Monkey, a military-inspired and military bar in Ybor City, the historic cigar manufacturing district of the Cigar City of Tampa. You're hearing, listening to the Navy theme song, Anchors Away, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik, Navy vet, 
I know you got to be happy to hear your It's really, a football your, your, song, but I love it. It's a football song. Close enough. Anchors are way down a football song, really. But it's a great, uh, just to me, when you think about it, it just inspires pride in the Navy. Absolutely. All right. So, Bill, let's talk about that. Uh, and we're going to join. We'll be joined in just a few moments by Simon Bolin, who's the manager of agribusiness and industry development for Hillsborough County, Florida, where Tampa is located. But, Bill, you mentioned that you have a just a tremendous number of volunteers, veteran volunteers at the at the museum, at the American Victory Maritime Museum. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have an incredible group of volunteers, and what's amazing about them is they, they've... I've got representatives for every service since World War II, and I've got guys who are as old as 93 years old that show up on a daily basis. And it, it's amazing. It's what keeps them young, and it's what uh, what drove them to be the greatest generation back in World War II. They're, they're tremendous guys. I've, I've got, you know, Navy underwater welders that still come and fix the ship and, and keep her alive. I've got Army veterans who are uh, just getting involved in the topside operations, Marines, Air Force veterans, you name it, Coast Guardsmen. And, and finally, we have a lot of merchant mariners who are kind of the forgotten service from World War II. You know, they really, they paid a, a, an extreme price as well and really kind of helped win that war. And I think it's important on this Memorial Day to recognize those guys as well. They had a tremendous casualty rate in World War II. And, and, and that's why I'm so proud of what, what we're about to talk about with, with ways to integrate these guys back into the community. It's a tremendous opportunity. We just have about a minute left. So, Simon, we're, we'll just start it. But briefly, tell us about the special program you have involving agriculture and retired veterans, veterans leaving the service. Yeah, Hillsborough County is the fourth largest ag-producing county in uh, the state of Florida. Uh, we produce over 50 commercial crops that equal about a billion dollars a year in farm gate sales. Um, and there's about 1,800 um, farming operations in the county, and there's a lot of similarities between uh, serving as in the military and, and serving or in working in agriculture. Um, two percent, less than two percent of the population is involved in agricultural production. Less than one percent of the population is served in the military. Uh, they're both very task-oriented, working until the job gets completed. And, uh, and a lot of responsibility of uh, monetary assets, whether that's a uh, Black Hawk helicopter or a, a million dollar combine. Uh, and, uh, and, and so it's a good transition, but unfortunately there's not a lot of, uh, of uh, opportunity for um, veterans to learn about opportunities in agriculture. Let me hold you right there, Simon, because when we come back, I want to talk about that. Because if you have a chance to hire a veteran, you should because they work hard, they've served this great country, and they will represent your company exceptionally well. We are continuing our conversation and our Memorial Day observance from the Bad Monkey in Tampa. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to The General anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. Fellow Alphas, two big events, both in my hometown of Buffalo, New York. I will be in the Western New York Theater of Operations. First, next Thursday, June 2nd, to attend the Erie County Republican Party Grand Old Puffer. I will be the special guest. I'll make a few remarks. We'll enjoy some great cigars, great barbecue, great libations. It is an evening of pleasure. There will be no enemies of pleasure. We will make America great starting at the Erie County Republican Grand Old Puffer next Thursday, June 2nd, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Info at CigarDave.com. Now, also, 
the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo on Saturday, August 13th is at a new venue. It is Buffalo Riverworks right downtown. We'll be launching and premiering the new Rocky Patel 55 Cigar. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo. Buffalo Riverworks, Saturday, August 13th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's an all-inclusive VIP ticket. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. Fighting soldiers from the sky Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say The brave men of the Green Beret While the men and women we honor this weekend died for the freedoms we enjoy today, the Cigar Dave Show would like to remind you that Memorial Day is observed, not celebrated. So while you enjoy the holiday weekend, never forget the sacrifices our soldiers made preserving our way of life. Trained to live off nature's land Trained in combat hand a hand Men who fight by night and day Courage take from the Green Beret The legend of the Silver Green Beret, it is only appropriate that we play that great ballad by Sergeant Barry Sandler because we have two esteemed members of the Green Berets here, Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch, who represented the United States Army Special Forces Group, 5th Special Forces Division, into Afghanistan amongst the first people in Afghanistan. So our pleasure to have them. Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik, Navy vet, who is the president of the American Victory Ship Museum here in the Cigar City of Tampa. And we left off with Simon Boland, the manager of agribusiness and industry development for Hillsborough County. Because, Simon, the Hillsborough County's got a great program involving agriculture and trying to train and bring retired vets or, or, or uh, members of the service leaving the armed forces into the private sector in agriculture. And when you think, people don't realize this, Hillsborough County, Plant City, that is the winter strawberry and blueberry capital of the country. So people don't, Hillsborough County is a very big county. You think of Tampa, but there's a lot, as you said, fourth largest agricultural county in the state of Florida, and you've got a great program that is trying to join, trying to, to bring in uh, leaving veterans and get them into agriculture in a new career. That's correct. It, we worked with the University of Florida to print up a brochure to introduce uh, veterans to different options in, in agriculture, whether that's education, career uh, job placement sites or, and or financing for their own agricultural operation. Working with the University of Florida closely on this, they have a, an unmanned aerial systems program. That's a nine credit hour program to get a certificate in uh, UAVs. That'll be projections are saying that's that'll be a $65 billion a year business in agricultural alone in the US. A lot of uh, veterans coming out of uh, service have experience or interest in UAVs and uh, get a certificate from UF and go right into the job market. And agriculture is just a, a really good fit for, for veterans. Uh, it's not just driving a tractor. It's 
a CFO, a, a marketing manager, a, a, a maintenance manager. There's, there's a lot of different career opportunities in agriculture. Where can veterans find out more about this? What, what website can they go to if they have an interest? They can go to my website on uh, hillsboroughcounty.org, uh, go to economic development and, and to the agriculture page and, and all that, that brochure and all that information is located on there. University of Florida has a, a campus in Plant City. They could uh, further their education there. Uh, HCC offers a uh, course, Hillsborough Community College offers courses in agriculture. And, and they can just call me up and, and we can chat about different opportunities. And what we'll do is we will, we will post uh, a link on our website and social media with the website as well as your contact information. And they don't have to, they can be anywhere in the country. They don't have to just be a resident of Florida, correct? Correct. There's opportunities, you know, veterans coming into Florida pay in-state tuition now. Florida is for Veterans, Inc. Uh, is, is uh, designated by the governor to, to seek out veterans and bring them to Florida and, and uh, place them in, in uh, careers. And, and agriculture is, is definitely a, uh, a viable option for, for them. Outstanding. Say that, say all they got to be is great American. That's all they got to be. That's exactly. Well, if they serve the country, they are great Americans. That's right. And, and uh, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik of the uh, uh, American Victory Museum, you mentioned that you've got a lot of vets that still love coming and working. They love the camaraderie. They love being around. They do. You know their fellow uh, fellow armed forces uh, members, fellow veterans, and it gives them something great to do, which is very important because you are you've got a great program with uh, the American Victory Ship. Something that you want to do for the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. You know, like I said, we've got a, a tremendous asset. It really gives these veterans purpose, and they really, they truly are great Americans. You see them at work every day. They don't want to be honored or anything. They just want to get there and get to work. And at the end of the day, uh, we do. We, we, we're, we're working right now. Actually, what I'd like to mention is uh, we don't get a single dime of taxpayer support at the American Victory. So everything we do is grassroots support and donations and folks coming across the door. We are raising money right now to go into dry dock. We'll take that ship into dry dock uh, for uh, uh, another round of cruises. And then what we're going to do is we'll get into dry dock, raise about 250 grand, which is a small number, frankly, when you see some of the craziest out there for somebody who doesn't take a tax dollar. And we're going to get underway in honor of the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. What, what better way to, to honor the greatest generation in my mind? How about letting us do a show from the ship? When you get ready to do that, I won't let you get away. How would I not let you do that? That would be great. We would love to do that. And uh, now, can you have events on the ship? Absolutely, we do events all the time. In fact, we have one of the, the reasons Scotty and I have, have linked up with Mark. We, we've been uh, third year in a row now. We've done the uh, Green Beret Foundation and Navy Seal Foundation fundraiser. You know, and, and it's our little way to give back. Scotty will will dig in, but man, it's become the go-to event of the Soffit Command. Tremendous. Tell us about last night. You had a big party last night. My God, I want to turn it over to Scotty. It was really his event. You know, he's, we're proud now, to support. Now, now Scotty, <clears throat> let me reintroduce everybody. Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch from uh, Green Berets from the Fist, uh, uh, Special Forces Division. We heard from Lieutenant Bill. And uh, I want to thank Simon Bolin of Hillsborough County because that's a great program for veterans. And we're going to make sure that we post that because we have a lot of veterans that listen. They're coming out of the armed forces. This is some great career opportunities and educational opportunities. But uh, Master uh, Sergeant Scotty Neal, in conjunction with the Special Operation Forces Industry Conference this week in Tampa, you had a big party on the victory. I heard it was the party. How come I didn't get an invite? You well, got everybody it. Everybody has an invite. You know what's unique about our party? 
is it's free to everybody. It is free booze, it's free food for the local people, and it's a celebration of the young special operators and warriors that are fighting this generation's war. We had over 700 special operators. They come and we're auctioning off guns, humidors, cigars, everything for the local Tampa Bay community. We raised over $80,000 last night to go to the charities because guess what? We have been at war for 15 years. There are several, several ill, injured, wounded, dead special operators. And it's the only event, it's not a corporate event with wine and cheese. You don't show up with a tie. You don't show up with a general. You don't eat everybody corporate sponsored cheese. You come to the victory ship. We have the local band called the Black Honkies. Amazing. They're great. We raise a lot of funds. And it just shows you. And here's the deal. It's special operators raising money for wounded, ill, and injured generation of young men to provide for them. Let me ask you before we wrap up this segment, what is, and I'm going to ask each one of you, if you could sum up uh, the highlight, not necessarily the highlights, but what's the one thing that you really remember fondly about serving the American Armed Forces? Uh, living the American dream and defending it and now coming home and living it. Right now, a young soldier, young man and woman goes into the service and they get this idea of America and they defend it overseas. Nowhere else in this country, college students, anybody else has learned about the history of America more than the American soldier, and they choose to defend that overseas. Captain Mark Nooch, one thing that, that you think of very highly uh, special about serving in the armed forces. Uh, just the camaraderie, the, uh, the brotherhood, the bond that's built. Uh, you know, uh, we come together not just as special operators here this week, but we come together as veterans from all the services. You know, uh, Bill's talked about, you know, the SS American Victory providing all those logistics. You know, post 9-11, my special forces team and a handful of others on the ground were the tip of that spear with a great logistical might and the resources of America behind us. Aircraft flying off of uh, aircraft carriers from both the Navy and the Marine Corps. Air Force fighter pilots coming out of the Gulf uh, Coalition countries uh, flying over Afghanistan, tanker aircraft, all those resources and logistics uh, being applied to aid that ground effort. Uh, other special operations aviators flying uh, resupply, whether that's in a helicopter or the C-130 uh, transport ships doing uh, paradrops in the middle of the night uh, on some remote mountain. All that brotherhood of being able to meet these guys after that mission on occasion uh, and get to hear and share their stories. Uh, that's, that's particularly uh, meaningful to me. Uh, we all represent different part of America all coming together. Uh, one thing I want to take a minute while we have uh, time here, you talked about Memorial Day. is a memorial that uh, most of America is not aware of in, uh, in New York City. It is the uh, Dio Presso Liber statue, the motto of the Special Forces, but it's a memorial of uh, the Horse Soldier Memorial is what's referred to, but it's also entitled the America's Response Monument. Uh, and there's a website to that. But uh, that statue is placed near uh, Ground Zero in New York City and is overlooking uh, the World Trade Center fountains, looking towards the new American uh, Freedom Tower. Uh, and just to say, add in, there's not a, a memorial to the firefighter, to the police officer, everything. There's a small statue of a Special Forces soldier on a horse that was America's response to that tragedy at 9-11. And it's embraced by every soldier that fought. 
since 9-11. And uh, it's very unknown. It's too, that statue is to honor uh, not only the special operations community, but uh, the American uh, men and women of all the military services uh, since 9-11. I'm a big World War II history buff, and you see a lot of the movies. And it can be said for any conflict, World War II, Vietnam, Korea, Afghanistan, Iraq. But you think of all these young men and women that come from different backgrounds, different, different social standings, from different parts of the country. You can have New York, you can have Manhattan, Kansas, you can have uh, Ishpeming, Michigan, you can have uh, Modesto, California. And yet everybody gets together because they're Americans and they bond. And you see today the World War II veterans, there's only a million left out of about, I think, 16 million that yeah. served. And when you think about all the, the reunions that you see, guys that haven't seen each other and how proud they are, now into their 80s and 90s, wearing their, their, their cap with their branch of service and, and uh, the camaraderie they still have after all those years, it really is uh, something remarkable. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, you know, one thing I'd like to add is I think that's one thing that the American Victory represents. And uh, we would love to invite people to our website, AmericanVictory.org. we got a little GoFundMe going as well. We need to keep the American victory and dreams like that alive to teach the kids of today what we got going on. That, that was a tremendous group of Americans. You know, we talked about the victory gardens and the other stuff that people really bit down on to keep America strong. Please, uh, please visit us and help us out. Well, you know, I said this on the show a few weeks ago. Today, uh, the uh, college students that are 18, 19 are worried about safe spaces and microaggressions. The greatest generation back in World War II, and even you gentlemen serving, you didn't worry about microaggression and safe spaces. You were getting, there were bullets being thrown in. There were men that were wading up to their asses in water, invading Normandy, uh, in, in, in the uh, Japan, in, in the Philippines. It's almost laughable that these college students today are complaining because they don't feel safe. I'll tell you what people didn't feel safe when they're getting shot at and big turrets firing at them in various conflicts. So it is an embarrassment to me and an outrage. Uh, it's just so disrespectful to the great men and women that have served our armed forces in all those conflicts. And they don't realize how lucky they have it to be at a college campus where their biggest problem is, should I take an 8.30 class or a 10 o'clock class or sleep in and take a 1 o'clock class? They need to get their asses a mandatory one-year service for our armed forces. I've always been for that. I think it's appropriate, and they'd have a different outlook. want to thank Master Sergeant Scotty Neal, Captain Mark Nooch, both Green Berets, first in Afghanistan, Lieutenant Bill Kuzmik of uh, the U.S. Navy, as well as the president of the American Victory Mariners Museum. We also want to thank Simon Bolin, manager of agriculture, uh, agribusiness and industry development, Hillsborough County, on a great program they have for veterans, teaming veterans up with agriculture-related professions. Lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of this Memorial Day tribute from the Bad Monkey in Ybor City comes your way next. Honoring those who gave their lives for the ideals of this great country, we proudly observe Memorial Day on The Cigar Dave Show. This is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, 
mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Our final segment for our Memorial Day tribute today from the Bad Monkey, a military-themed, inspired, and former very VIP military member-owned uh, bar in Ebor, very cigar-friendly. And it is my pleasure to welcome Major General David J. Scott, United States Air Force, retired. His last stop was as Deputy Director, Center for Special Operations, U.S. Special Operations Command, McDill Air Force Base, right here in the Cigar City of Tampa. And he has uh, had a long, distinguished career. And uh, General Scott, I, I got to thank you for your hospitality once again. Uh, we so much appreciate being able to do our Memorial Day tribute show from uh, a place that has so many great heroes amongst us here at the bar. It's always a pleasure to have you, Dave. And you look uh, marvelous here <laughs> in my bar. So appreciate you being here. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk with uh, some great Americans and, Really, you know, because you spent, how many years did you spend in the service? 36. 36. You serve with many people who are, as, as they, we say, forever young. They didn't make it back from the battlefield. And it is so important that we recognize the true meaning of Memorial Day uh, this coming Monday. And I, I fear that too many people have forgotten what it's really all about. Yeah, and for all these, I don't think anyone in this room has not been scarred physically or emo emotionally. Uh, it's been a tough 10, 15 years, and uh, you, you've spoken to some guys that have sure lost did. friends on battlefields. We've got other, you know, we have a huge VA 
system here in the local area. They have special spinal cord injury treatments, severe burn treatment, traumatic brain injury treatment. So we get some of the roughest battlefield injuries coming here for uh, top-line care and recuperation and recovery. So, uh, you know, it's an interesting community in terms of uh, full service and appreciation for those who have served that are either still dealing with their injuries or uh, did not make it back from the battlefield. Well, I, I can tell you that being around people here, not only are they proud of their service, but they are just great Americans and inspiring because after 9-11, many people were inspired by what happened to become ultra-patriotic, and they have served this nation so well, and we're just proud to be amongst them. And uh, I have to thank you once again for your great hospitality. And this is quite a unique place. We've posted pictures. You've got an old airplane in here. The spirit of a United States military over many, many years is very apparent here at the Bad Monkey. Well, thanks, Dave. And make sure your viewers know we're going to do a special D-Day event. Uh, we have got uh, two breweries that made special beers, and they cast conditioned them. So your fans, they love cigars. They love beer. It'll be a D-Day uh, observance. We will have uh, the Ranger Creed will be uh, recited, and we're trying to get World War II veterans in here to join us and be guests of honor. So June 6th, it's a Monday, but a good way to remember those. I, I, I agree, I, and we're going to post that. Uh, I see the poster right here. Unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town, but you can be sure that on uh, June 6th, I will certainly remember D-Day. We do a, an annual D-Day remembrance show, which is very important. So Major General David Scott, we appreciate your great hospitality and your service to this great country. Thanks a lot, Dave. Best wishes. Yes, sir. All right. It's our tradition here. We end our Memorial Day show with the great Kate Smith. God bless America.
the great Kate Smith. God bless America, our tradition. And lieutenants, I remind you that on Monday, pause at 3 o'clock or any time during the day and pay tribute to the 1.8 million men and women who have given their lives for this great country over the past 241 years. And don't forget, tomorrow night, be sure that you watch the National Memorial Day concert on PBS. It is an incredible evening dedicated to those men and women who serve this great country who are forever young. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. And may we always remember all those servicemen and women who paid the ultimate price. May they rest in peace. Their service is forever remembered.